Through the Greenhouse Haze on Open Lines Radio is brought to you by Synergy Creative Systems. Synergy Creative Systems uses multiple social media and online platforms that operate independently as freestanding entities to post killer content that discreetly work in conjunction with each other to build robust and enduring images and brands through promotion by proxy. say that that's how you care about like can't you say that about most things in life yep especially succulents if you're going to purchase a succulent for your home or have it potted outside it's really important that you treat it like you should treat all of your bedding plants and never water it over the top it'll get enough surface water from the natural mist and the occasional rain you will inspire its longevity by watering it from the bottom if it's in its little grow pot just sit it in water for about two minutes let it drink up from the bottom let it get plenty of air circulation and you've just successfully cared for your succulent you should put those instructions on a on the care card that comes with it Yes, there's also a vast library of Alexandra on your computer or smartphone, which you could learn all kinds of tips and tricks about your specific kind of succulent. <laughs> what, what, what library is this? <laughs> www. Google. <laughs> That's funny. I was just listening to um, a virtual campfire podcast that I did with Tessa Mercury six years ago um, because she's going to be an upcoming guest and we're getting ready to talk. And I wanted to go back and listen to what we talked about. And she was talking about the, um, the about Google and the Google Oracle that we always used to talk about. We don't talk about it so much anymore. And I was kind of, it was a little bit cringy to be talking about the Google Oracle because um, just of what Google has become and the, the data harvesting that everybody's it's doing. It's kind of and what the entire internet has become. We're witnessing kind of the first real mutation and uh, what's the evolution of the internet as we know it. It's happening right now in front of our eyes. Nothing, yeah. Nothing's like it used to be. Google used to kind of we called it the Google Oracle because it would inspire all these random bits of interesting topics and intrigue that you could go down a rabbit hole exploring, but the algorithm now prohibits that kind of exploration and instead decides what you see and is feeding what you see. And that, that's a... She said, Google is your friend, and I was like, oh man, how times have changed. <laughs> Yeah, uh, marketing has taken over the socials and the. It's in everything. The randomness. 
we're just slaves to the algorithm. It's really hard to randomize anything anymore. Well, it's also hard, too, to get something out there. Like, just take this podcast, for instance. We've always kind of uh, touted the fact that Open Lines Radio was ad-free, and it's like, it's it can no longer be ad-free because not only, not that we need to make money from it, but it just won't get, it won't go into the algorithm. If you don't have the ads on there, nobody will hear it. It just gets lost. And then what's the point? The point is for people to hear it. But if you don't put the ads on it, people aren't making a lot of money from the ads, but the ads are what are driving it into the algorithm. That's what's putting it in front of people's ears, or putting it in people's ears. I will stand by my earlier statements that social media and Instagram was great. It brought a lot of my favorite people that I know into my life, but the thrill is gone from that in that respect so it makes me wonder what's next what's around the corner well i know um like youtube is a an old thing it's been around for a long time but what are your thoughts on youtube i use the next platform i use youtube all the time to solve everyday random problems and expand my know-how on how to Get something that no longer works to work. <laughs> so it's it's been beneficial. Um, it doesn't seem too compromised yet, like other things. So maybe that's the last well, frontier. You don't notice it seems compromised because we pay for premium, so you don't get bombarded with ads when you watch it. But people who can't, people who don't pay for that. I think would say otherwise. It has been compromised. Everything is. But what what can but you do? It's also full of a million and two bits of garbage information. Right. And irrelevant things and bros that think that they had something important to say but are actually just in love with the sound of their own voice and think everybody should know their thoughts and it's like useless to me. Also, there's a lot of just bullshit on there too because i think it's got a lot to do with um intellectual property and copyrights because you'll you'll want to find some information on something and you'll find a thousand videos on that particular thing but it's keep away and and none of them say anything yeah it's just a game of keep away they want your clicks and they want your minutes and they want you to waste your time but you're like if i just keep going surely it's in here somewhere but it's like this giant rolodex of nonsense and bullshit and you never really get to the bottom of it anymore yeah i wonder what the what the next big adventure will be this is making noise what is this cord that's impossible it's an inanimate object well it bumps against this thing over here and makes this noise sounds great now problem solved cord moved the real problem was my knee was bumping it. Fidgety legs. Yeah. Your restless leg syndrome. I thought it was funny. I was actually flipping through channels the other day, and uh, I can't stand Chuck Todd. And I know he's got like a whole army of people who are anti-Chuck Todd, but he was talking to a senator, and 
he his legs were going. He was just Jimmy Legging all over the place, and I'm like, bro, you're on camera, like. It's <laughs> funny. Just flipping all over the place, like like a little kid, like a little kid in a restaurant booth. Just <laughs> surely, surely he wasn't so excited to talk to a senator. <laughs> but it was funny. I was like, the era of Zoom has cost a lot of people their professionalism, but maybe it needed to. Yeah. Maybe we just all needed to like be ourselves a little more. Stop putting on these airs like we're, we have something so important to say and my job is my life and my life is my job. But I just thought it was ridiculous. Can I tell you something about your voice? Like, you can sit so far away from that microphone and still co- come through loud and clear. And I've sometimes I think it's the microphone and I switch microphones and it doesn't matter. It's still the same. And I have to get like right up here into it to like get any kind of full sound. If I sit back where you are, I sound like I'm so far back. I'm just telling you, you got a great voice. That's all. Oh, is that what you were saying? Cause it sounded more like I have a loud voice. <laughs> no, I think you just, I think your voice comes through an E minor and that's, uh, the, um, preferred tone for this medium. <laughs> is that right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Interesting. My voice is like weak, and I don't know. I don't. Know. I'll I fix would, it in post. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say your voice is weak. But you do have a face for radio. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that. So, so what? Uh, well, so I, what do you think about? You just mentioned Chuck Todd, and that makes my skin crawl. But. <laughs> Like, I think all media, everything right now is so, such bullshit. Like, everybody's kind of working together to create unrest. Both sides, all sides. There's many different sides, and they're all working together to create chaos under the guise of, we, we are, I am right. This, this, this group is right, and everyone else is wrong. And, and then, so, so let me give you an, an, an example. Let's just take, um, but without getting specific about politics, you, 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 if you watch a particular political cable channel, whichever one is you're choosing, Fox or MSNBC or CNN, and you go along, you're going along with their narrative because that's the narrative that you want to hear. So that's the narrative you're drawn to. And then all of a sudden they kind of switch it up and they stop asking, like, like you can see the truth and they suddenly pivot and and I, and I think they both do it. I think on MSNBC you're seeing people suddenly turn against. You're seeing them turn against Biden, or not ask the questions of the of conservatives that should be asked, and, and letting them come on and lie. And then you go with Fox, and it's the same thing. Suddenly they're against Trump, you know, or suddenly Trump's not totally, but the, suddenly they're against their their people, and and it's causing this like. The, the followers of the media don't know what to do, and it's just creating this chaos. And I think they're both, they're all in on it together. Well, I think post-Trump dramatics, and I, I really do think he's to blame for just kind of the general change in all news media that they've lost their entertainment value. 
and exchanged it for weird culty right on on both sides blind fellowship <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and but a lot of things have kind of lost their entertainment value and their production quality i used to be a huge fan of rachel maddow we never missed it you know but something about the toxic way trump was just so balls to the wall and brazenly rude and chaotic and idiotic and liar just being a liar and just breaking all of the protocols he kind of shattered the professionalism yeah. and the just kind of the general vibe of being able to spar back and forth in an argument I heard someone say the other day that Biden is not necessarily a bad president he's just not entertaining <laughs> and it's like all well, right it's like you can say what you want about Trump it's like he had everyone glued to the chaos of his every move for four years Right. He found a way to insert insert himself into every topic, every genre, everywhere. And then all of a sudden, he's muted, and then he's gone. And we're kind of like, well, I want to watch this. I want to see the circus go. And the circus right. is gone, and it's like... Well, now you're just a bunch of jerks blabbering, blabbering, <laughs> blathering on and on. The they're circus all, is gone. They're all jerks. In exchange for truth, and we'd rather have the circus. Like, where did Alex Wagner go? I love her. I don't know. I really I, liked her, and then really she was just gone. I can't watch any of it anymore. Yeah, it's... I find myself just detaching and staring at Food Network, mostly. Yeah. Because there's still some kind of entertainment value to it, and there's still a lot goes into like Food Network production to keep it entertaining and keep it relevant to. Well, everybody's got to eat, so. <laughs> but yeah, then as far as news and politics, I think everyone's just kind of gone numb and bored from the collective trauma of someone just breaking the mold and all the protocols and just being so damn gross and making other people feel like it's okay to be gross to each other. So it's like, it's okay to behave like a total jackass and put someone down on national TV. When you're in the most prestigious position, power in the country for the beacon of, light for the world and he just pissed on it yeah so now people are going back to friends in the office back when back to when america was great (laughs) right it's like you want to go i stand by my previous statements that jim halpert was a total douche (laughs) such a dick team dwight forever (laughs) yeah so you're better off just planting succulents in your yard and than getting involved in it because I just think and to, I'm I'm your average uh, American here and I just don't I I'm I realize that it's just going to happen. All this shit that's playing out is happening whether I pay attention to it or not. So 
just it just happened. I I'm I can't pay attention to it anymore. Gotta... And maybe that maybe that makes me misinformed and it will make me ignorant, but man, I think most humans still have an internal compass that will guide them to where they need to be. You know, you just have to kind of trust your process and that's life. That's what life is, is following your compass, taking a chance. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but sets you a little to the left, a little to the right. Like, there's so much that goes into who we are, but that also leaves this wide open space for whatever we want to become. Yeah, well said. Oh, thank you. I'll take a compliment. <laughs> Yeah. So, but where does that leave us? Where Where do we go from in the future? Like, how 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 are how are we supposed to cope? How are, how are people? So, how are we? How are how is our human beings going to ever heal from this and move Think forward? Think like a flower. Think like a plant. A succulent will look beautiful, pristine, not a mark on it. Suddenly, the little bloom emerges. The bloom explodes, the bees come, everyone enjoys it. You're like, look at this beautiful flower, it's vibrant. Then it slowly dies back and your plant starts looking like shit because that's the life cycle. It put everything it had into its bloom and then it's exhausted. And that's why re-examining um, the culture of rest, especially in capitalist america right now after everything that we've been through it's so important to just be like it's okay for me to not do anything for a little while and i don't have to constantly be producing some kind of art or some kind of object in order to be in order to live a meaningful life but look at what happened we had collectively the world took like a two-year rest and where's the bloom at the end? Where's the, like, It hasn't man, opened it, yet. It takes the time. The plant still looks like shit. It takes like a long shit. time. There's a lot of leaves on our American succulent. <laughs> and our synthetic lifestyle has murdered the bees. So might not have gotten the pollination, the fertilization that we needed quite yet. But it's coming, and old ways are dying, and surely you didn't think this capitalist monstrosity pain machine was going to go down without a fight. I'm going to go quietly into that dark night. No. But things are changing. California's changing their trash laws to cut methane emissions um, and it's banning the use of single-use uh, tobacco products things like uh, cigarette filters that people just like just clean up your trash like don't leave it outside the birds eat your stupid filters and disgustingness get sick and pass it on down the ecological jet stream of our cohabitative existence. But didn't you hear the news? They're here. For, everything's here for our disposal, our enjoyment, and our 
use and you can't do that anymore. Hmm. I don't know if that memo has been circulated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wait till this summer in Southern California, and I'm pretty sure you'll notice that it's not quite like it used to be when your shoes are melting into the asphalt of your supermarket ass, you know, just melting. But, you know, it's it's a good time to just breathe and examine what you want to become now. I mean, I know where I am with it. I'm working towards new goals that I never thought would be possible for myself as far as like kind of reframing my own world to be zero waste is pretty difficult because we're humans but I would like to reduce my footprint even further I've already taken a lot of steps to do that but I want to go as far as I can with it and and in exchange of using and tossing and needing a billion products and items to get through the day just go the opposite and what can I do without and what can I improve what can I clean up and how can I restore little bits of nature that have been damaged just little things I think if we could reframe it we might stand a chance right but how do you navigate this chaos that's happening right now to get into any kind of frame of mind that any kind of change can actually happen. Rest, mindfulness, boundaries, teaching yourself that you're not a robot, you're not, you don't have to participate in your, their games anymore. To some extent we all do to a point, but you don't have to play every game. And I think that a lot means a, a lot of uh, unplugging from some uh, social networks. Like, there's just a lot. You just see a lot of. Um, what's it's the word? It's been easy for me to unplug because it's so boring to me now. I don't see the people's arts that I chose to follow and my old friends anymore because they're too busy slogging me with pop-up ads because I clicked on some ad once and so now it's in my stream every third picture. Oh man, I was having a conversation with somebody a couple of weeks ago and they were talking about something that I'd never heard of before and never thought about and my phone was in my pocket. It wasn't me talking. It wasn't even something that I was interested in hearing about. It was just somebody was talking about something and even as, and as they were talking about it in my head, I was like, all right, well, I don't really want to know. I don't care about this. Like this has like, this is nothing I will ever use, but I'm whatever. And then I go to look, I get on Instagram and I'm scrolling and there is an ad for that exact same thing that this person was just talking about. And it's like, no, look, that wasn't me. That wasn't me who was interested in it. But your smartphone <laughs> has turned into you turn your brain off i'm not even listening to what this person's talking about but your smartphone is like what am i hearing Remember when so-and-so was talking about such and such and it's like yes and i'm trying to forget it <laughs> here comes this ad or they bombard me with ads for something that i've already bought and it's like i'm 
I don't need to see the ad. The thing is in transit on its way to me as we speak. (laughs) I I mourn the loss of kind of the spiritual community that we had built over so many years on Instagram as I watch all my friends who make their living helping people and, you know, being kind ears for other people's voices, getting their accounts spoofed and ripped off and duplicated and people stealing their livelihood out from under them with guerrilla marketing tactics. And I I will always mourn the loss of the way it used to be because we really found home with each other for a little while, and it was amazing. Right. And then Instagram or Facebook... They sold out. Well, they yeah they well they realized that there were people making a living, um, barely scraping by, but making a living. But they weren't getting a cut. So that that's when the algorithm changes happened, and you had to pay to play. And it's just kind it's it was a place where like a spiritual community could evolve and and live in because there wasn't the commercial aspect of it. And then once it became like now. Like we to were hang bartering, on. we were trading, we were sharing. And now to even even think that like there's no way it's coming back. Like there's no like there's no reason to even fight against it or be mad about it. It's just the natural evolution of capitalism and and we never like we don't have the right we don't have a God given right that we get to have Instagram the way we want it if we don't have the capability to create it ourselves. So now we it's, it, now it's just got to move. If you want to cre- keep that same community, somehow it's got to move to another. It's got to evolve into some other kind of um, connection because, like that place is dead. And it just doesn't seem like there's a safe place for that anymore right now. Changing platforms isn't going to change anything. At this no, point. it needs to be some completely different. It's not like social media is done. Social media is. The, the and for what it has become, goodbye, good riddance. But I will miss what we grew there, what we learned there. That will stay. Yeah, it's like, it's you know it, it's like um, like when you grow up in the, in a small town and it's really nice and such a beautiful community, and then as time goes on, and inflation and um, housing bubbles bursting and economic problems and pandemics. And then the town starts deteriorating and the buildings get old and new buildings come in that are not so characteristic of a small town anymore. And even when you're in your same town, you're like, Oh man, they destroyed this town. It just became an everything earth everywhere. I, so I guess we don't get a bitch about how a social media platform has devolved into this bullshit when if you just look around in life, it's happening. we've everything. let life, like life is happening. All my favorite camping spots, they're either strip malls or parking lots. <laughs> well, and who can even afford to go camping anymore? How, how absurd is that? It's like, impo- it's like. You have to be somebody of great privilege to even afford to go camping. Build a little campsite in your soul. (laughs) (laughs) Better be careful. We're going to get hit with uh, copyright infringement and we'll get pulled off. That's original. That's original. I believe it's uh, 
I know what it is. What are they called? One band? I'm not going to mention them. You're the one that's going to get hit with copyright infringement. <laughs> that's the, and that's what it's become. That's what that, that right there is an example ass, of what's, what's petty happening. Petty ass shit running the world. Yeah. Look at that let's get ready to rumble guy. Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. What are we going to start doing? Trademarking our breath? Our breathing sounds? Um, you breathe like me. And I'm, I'm going to sue you. I'm all for artists um, being compensated for um, their artistic work 100%. But I do think there are lines where people are making, like using their thing to make money or just to, if you're just discussing something or, or sharing it or actually like promoting it. <laughs> like, ridiculous. In order to say I like this song and share it with the world, you I have would have to pay so much money to get that song to be able to broadcast to say listen to this cool song. So like instead nobody will hear it. Like everything <laughs> it makes no everything sense. synthetic. We did it to ourselves. We eat preservative laden garbage. We kill bugs with chemical sprays. We clean with harsh chemicals. Our homes. Every surface we touch is layer upon layer of synthetic coatings, and now we've become synthetic people, and everything's syndicated. Sad. Very sad. In some ways, yeah, but in other ways, look at... I mean, this is what happens when you come out of the cave. Human's gonna hume. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so bored <laughs> with... It was... It, there was a time for us uh, poor folk out there that there was actually some excitement and it looked like uh, we had a place and to to, to play and they all get taken away. Celebrity weed. There's, there's no solace for the Average, creative, broke-ass human. There's, there we'll are, find it. There's bootstraps to be pulled up. There is that. We'll find it. Rest. Gain strength. Gain perspective. We'll find it. I don't know. Who, how, how are we supposed to expect anyone to get humans to get along like have you heard the the shit that goes on with these birds <laughs> they get along most of the time you see the hawk comes around in the early morning hours and hunts on under that perches on that pepper tree and hunts but is just waking up and then the crows come and scare off the hawk and then there's three or four crows, and they outnumber the hawk, so they chase the hawk off. But there's seven to nine doves that take it over around the 11 o'clock hour, and they all fly in and kick out the crows. So then the crows go off because they've been displaced. That's but... what I'm saying. They're <laughs> all, they all bicker all day long, just like everyone else in the world. 
Like, you could go somewhere else, crows, but they don't want to because I feed them. Oh, so the problem is you. Yes, my problem is the little things I do to help nature along so that I can distract myself from the destruction of my happy place <laughs> that is now just ads. Yeah, everything's ads. Ads, ads, ads. Speaking of which, uh, this, this uh, episode of Through the Greenhouse Haze is brought to you by... <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> They're not ha having it out there. My um, Hobo Safe Camp Instagram account, anything I posted on there, I would get 600 hearts. And now, I'm lucky if I hit 50. Same amount of followers. I mean, I've lost a lot, but they've fallen off. If they weren't real, they weren't real I people anyway. Thousands. But they're not real people anyway. Those are bots that get shut You're down. You're still over 10k. I've been losing thousands. But I'm over. I've got over 10,000 followers, and I'm lucky if I get 50 likes. So I'm, and it's because I don't pay to play, and I'm way hidden. I'm so I'm I'm in the I don't I'm in the outer realms of the algorithm. Who's <laughs> like 30 people? The 30 people who see me. This is a ragtag crew of miscreants <laughs> we just all we do is see each other's i follow seven thousand people and i see all i see are these 30 people's posts we've been we've been banished to this corner and i don't know this episode of through the greenhouse haze is brought to you by my intense craving for a veggie sandwich <laughs> a good one with sprouts yep yeah An avocado and cucumbers oh yep. i'm hungry now. oh i know it sounds good huh and I want to eat it in the garden. Hmm. Well, it can be arranged. Make it happen, Captain. Let's <laughs> giddy up. <laughs> thanks for having me. Well, thanks for hanging out.